podcast where we hope to shed light on one of the hardest competitions an athlete will ever face, the matchup against their own mind. Today I sit down with Rarish Judele. Rarish is a Morgan's Message ambassador and mental health advocate, born in Romania and currently goes to Worcester High School in Worcester, Ohio. Rarish is a multi-sport athlete and shares the role that mental health has played in his own life during the episode talking about switching sports, dealing with his emotions, and learning how to vocalize what he's going through. Rarish talks, touches on an important topic, adversity, and the impact that it has had on his overall development as a student-athlete and individual. He has also shared this, his journey on our Mental Matchup Story site that you can check out after listening to the episode. Let's get right into it. Rarish, thank you so much for coming on the mental matchup. I am beyond excited to have you on. I I know you're Morgan's message ambassador and my colleagues speak so highly of you. And I know you're so excited to come on yourself. So to get us started, can you share a little bit with the audience about who you are, where you are and what you do? Yeah. So, um, my name is Rarish. I'm currently a senior at Worcester high school. Um, I am a member of their lacrosse team, but outside of that, I am a Morgan's Message Ambassador for Worcester High School. Um, so in my free time, I mean, I work and I just like to enjoy some time with my friends, be able to de-stress, decompose, and that's kind of the basics. Awesome. Um, I want to start in a place I normally don't start. Why are you involved with Morgan's Message? Like, what what is it that kind of brought you to Morgan's Message, and why did you choose to become an ambassador? So, starting in the spring of 2022, my um, the girls' high school team, so for lacrosse, they started like a Morgan's Message thing where they wore the shirts and they kind of started posting about it, and so. Um, like the more it was popping up on my feed. Cause I mean, I was following, I was friends with some of the girls and their account. So I saw it quite a bit and I decided to look into it, see what it was about. Um, and I remember hearing about Morgan's message about like the program kind of more about Morgan rather than Morgan's message. And I just thought it was super cool. And especially like now that I got to read more about Morgan's message and what it does and how it helps people that it's a very important subject. So if I could help in any way I can and allow people to kind of relate to me it's kind of like I'm just like an average person but having someone that you can kind of like look to be like oh hey I can see myself in him is definitely something that is like beneficial amazing um what if anything have you learned through being involved at Morgan's message I think um so just by being involved is that there's just so much that a lot of people are going through whether you know it or not, I mean, like at the end of the day, so many people just put up a mask and so you don't really know what's going on behind those closed doors. So being able to be there for those people, even when they say that they don't need it, is definitely something that I've learned how to try. It's something I'm learning to do and trying to get better at every day. Awesome. Let's, (laughs) I'll go back to like my normal, my normal train of thought. Um, What, 
kind of role have sports played in your life? Um, and when I say this, like, go back to the beginning, uh, you know, you in elementary school growing up, like, what kind of role and what kind of sports were you involved in? Yes. Yeah, so ever since I, I can remember, probably the age of four, five, always with the soccer ball. And I mean, I don't play soccer anymore, but always with the soccer ball. That'd be on rec, uh, the travel teams. Um, I played soccer up until my freshman year of high school. I took a gap my sophomore year and then played it again my junior year. But coming from a European family, obviously soccer is a huge part of our um, culture. And just being able to have that connection with so many people about the sport is definitely something that kind of just propelled me into loving it more and more. I played with my like local parks and rec and as I said, built up into the travel and then into the high school. And I mean, I still watch it and keep up with it to this day, but there's always a sport I was playing. I've tried every sport imaginable. Basketball, I'm not good at. Swimming, that is really hard. Um, lacrosse, football, you name it, I've probably tried it or thought about playing it in one way or another. So I've definitely been a lot more of the active type and just trying new things. And I mean, I'm not, not like a standout player, I'm just like one of the players, but just having fun in the process. What's been your favorite sport that you've played so far? Favorite sport out of sport enjoyment, it's been lacrosse. Lacrosse is such a fun sport. I think there's just so much aspect to it. You have to be like, just kind of, you have to be mentally active, thinking like where you can pass, who to, where you can shoot, um, kind of be tough. I mean, these guys are coming at you pretty fast with their big sticks and it kind of hurts. So. <laughs> Having that toughness there definitely is a big part of it. Um, it's just so many different things about it. It's just an enjoyable sport. Totally. Um, this wouldn't be a mental health podcast without me asking about your mental health. So what were conversations like when you were younger around mental health? And how how has your experience with mental health been so far in your life? So, I mean... Definitely there were conversations here and there, but it was nothing that I went too, too deep in. I was more the type that I liked sitting down with people and having them talk to me. But when it came for me to talk to other people about mine, I just kind of closed off, be like, oh, I'm fine or nothing's really going on. And so kind of as time has been progressing, I'm learning how to open up myself a little bit more and talk about what's going on. That'd be with my friends, my family, whatever that may be, rather than kind of just being the listening ears, because I mean, that's important, but being able to talk about it is definitely something that's extremely important as well. Have you, you, you mentioned you're from like a European family. Um, have you noticed that there are any major differences between like your family's culture, maybe like friends in Europe versus like America and Americans when it comes to mental health and conversations around mental health yeah definitely i mean um kind of seeing my family and my friends oh like we're pretty americanized european if that makes sense i mean i've been here practically my whole life i've been here for the last 15 years but there's definitely some things that have been changed so um it's kind of made things in a way easier to talk about it kind of just knowing like how where my parents are from and like kind of where i'm from as well um just that just like that not like struggle but kind of hump that they had to get over to get here it's made it easier to talk about stuff like that in what like way like 
because they talked about it back home or because they've gone through some sort of a struggle and are open about that. I think because they've gone through some sort of a struggle, it's that openness of them going through some stuff as well. Gotcha. And so do do you feel like you've had a pretty, like beyond you kind of staying to yourself, do you feel like you've had a pretty like open space to share how you're feeling with like, you know, growing up and with your mental health? Yeah, it's definitely been like open. I could always talk about it. Did I? Now that's a different question, but I always had the option to. Totally. Um, so what have been like looking back, right? Like what's been some of those like key moments in your mental health journey where you feel like you were really struggling and ha- like kind of give us the circumstances, like walk us through it and ultimately like what you kind of did to pull yourself out of that dark time or manage your mental health? So I think this was roughly starting in October of um, 2021, so my sophomore year. Um, It's a while ago to think about, but um, I was just kind of like hanging around the wrong crowd, getting involved in stuff that like I probably shouldn't have been doing. Um, I'd be like going out to parties and kind of just doing that to just like a heavy extent. Um. And like also the loss of a family member. So there's just a lot piling up and school was becoming like increasingly harder. So there's just a lot. I felt like I was kind of like drowning. I was like neck deep in it and I couldn't crawl out. And then, I mean, of course it got better. I've kind of started surrounding myself around people that helped me better, um, like in academics, in my sport, mentally and, and spiritually as well. Um, so kind of, switching the dynamic of the people that I hang around to be in a more open environment where I can talk about these things definitely helped me crawl out of that hole. So it felt like it was like the, uh, the environment wasn't really like, like what you needed. And it almost was like more, like it was negatively impacting. And you felt like when you kind of stepped away from that environment, like, I guess, Maybe walk me through, like, when did you realize – because I think it's very easy in high school and even, like, later in college to to get involved and to be involved in things where you're not really realizing in the moment, like, how it's impacting you in a negative sense. And it can be hard at times to, like, walk away from that situation or, you know, friends because, like, you. I think it's hard when you're – you're not realizing maybe the impact other people might see it, but like you trust them. You love these friends. You think it's like good. Like, can you tell me if there was a moment where you were like, this isn't how this is impacting me negatively. And this isn't like, this isn't the people I want to be around or associated with. Like, was there any of that within that experience? Yeah, definitely. So that was around the time when I was like kind of starting lacrosse. So um, I started playing across my freshman year and I became pretty close with the team. Um, I became really close with a, he's a older than me. So he's now a freshman in college, but Corson Kaufman, he invited me to church one day, kind of out, out on a whim to the youth group. And I'm like, Oh, sure. I'll go. And then kind of just seeing there and seeing the people that I was like around there and comparing my life in a way to theirs, um, which wasn't the healthiest either, but it definitely gave me a new set of eyes to look at and to be like, is this the type of people that I want to be around? 
or is this the type of things that I could get caught up in? Cause who knows down the line? I mean, it was pretty like surface edge of like this thing that we were doing, but I mean like one wrong move and it would have changed how my life plays out for the rest of it. So it was kind of good catching stuff before it was too late type of thing. But um, just kind of being in that, like that youth group environment where there were so many supportive people definitely allowed me to realize what I was missing out on. Gotcha. Um, with that kind of like what role more recently have sports been playing in your life and, you know, kind of like with, yeah, just in general with your life in, in high school. I know you mentioned like playing lacrosse, not playing lacrosse, like yeah. <laughs> kind of going back and forth with so sports. So I think in high school, I've played three sports in three years, lacrosse, soccer, tennis. I was in the robotics team. Um, that was a great experience too. It wasn't really athletics, but it was definitely mentally challenging as well. Um, like academically mentally challenging, but, um, so being around that like structured team, um, definitely helps a lot having those built in friends that, you know, you could count on that at the end of the day, like, like they'll, you'll know, they'll have your back no matter what happens and having that family to build upon has definitely been something huge. Um, and then the sport itself, just kind of being a way to go out there and um, just for fun in a way, play for fun. I mean, I don't want to go to college to play sports, but it, like I wouldn't have done high school without playing sports. Going out there every day to practice, um, the cold, the wind, the snow. And growing up in Ohio, it, the weather changes a lot. So being out there and getting disciplined has definitely helped me a lot as well. What's been kind of like your, like, it's very unique. I feel like most of yeah. my guests um, have played, like, they bounced around sports, but ultimately, like, tend to focus on one or two sports in high school. And some of them go on to play college, but, like, they kind of narrow it down and, and stay in a sport for all four years. Like, what's been your mindset around playing different high school sports and walking away from one to walk back. Like, can you give us a little insight there into like what value that's driven in your life? Yeah. So, um, I mean, a lot of these guys that go out to play college, um, if we can use a player that a guy that was on the mental matchup recently, John, I mean, played at Richmond, then at USC, he was an outstanding athlete. I was kind of just there on the team. You know, I was never like the outstanding athlete, um, kind of had to fight for my spot. So, there was never that like, wow, this kid's going to be like really good. I just played it for fun and decided to like dabble, see what I enjoyed more. Um, there was no other reason I played sports rather than enjoyment. And because I wasn't that good at it, I guess that was the overlying factor that I wasn't, I wasn't really good at the sports I played. I was okay, but I wasn't stellar to be like, I'm going to commit the rest of my life to this. Totally. It sounds like you have a lot of, different interests too, um, yeah. across a broad range of things. Uh, I guess like, I know we talked a little bit before and like mentioning the loss of a loved one. Can you kind of share a little bit on that and like how that impacted your mental health? Yeah. So, um, it's about, so October of 2021. And I remember kind of just waking up that morning and when I found out, um, 
I was like, I went to school that morning, which I think kind of wasn't the most beneficial. So I was obviously not in a good mood. Um, and then apparently that day, all my teachers wanted to ask me how my day was and how my morning was. I'm like, okay, the one day you choose. So it was definitely hard, especially that day. And then going to lacrosse practice after it, I guess I tried to think that getting my mind off things and not really addressing the problem was the right way to go. But um, then I quickly realized that being able to sit down and talk about it and being like, hey, this is how I feel definitely is something that has impacted me probably since then, being able just to sit down and kind of decompress what's going on. Do you have any tips or tricks that you've used that have helped you decompress and de-stress that you'd like to share with the audience? Yeah, um, I like journaling, kind of sitting down, writing my thoughts, um, whether that be in the, like the notes app of your phone or like voice memos. I tend to do a lot if I'm driving. I kind of just turn my music off, hit record and just talk. But I currently have this one journal and it um, has like a little Bible verse at the bottom. So it kind of gives me something encouraging as well. Um, so definitely that has helped me a lot, being able to really put down my thoughts into one place um, and just kind of going at it um, something i did with journaling is i write everything in pen just because that's you can't erase it so just all your thoughts out doesn't matter if you think at the time they're good or bad all thoughts that you can put out will have a positive impact on your mental health being able just to get it out and vent or having that one person to talk to that you can just sit down and be like hey this is what i'm going through um well even if they I mean, there's people that go differently. Personally, I don't like when people give me advice, um, especially on stuff like this. I'm just like, just like kind of let me get it out because then the answer clicks in my head. But there's some people that like to get advice. So it's, that's to each their own and kind of find the way that works for you. But just being able to get my thoughts out there has definitely been tremendously beneficial. Totally. I think it's very like lifting and lightning to get things out from your head out outside because you can really dissect them and kind of say like is this real is this actually how i'm feeling like let's dig deeper here versus keeping them all inside your brain I'd like to take a second to talk about Morgan's message, without whom this podcast would not be possible. Morgan's message's mission is simple. Eliminate the stigma surrounding mental health within the student-athlete community and equalize the treatment of physical and mental health in athletics. We aim to expand the dialogue on mental health by normalizing conversations, empowering those who suffer in silence, and supporting those who feel alone. To learn more to get involved, or to just follow along, you can head to morgansmessage.org or find us on Instagram at morgansmessage. Let's get back to the episode. What has been... What's like one piece of like mental health and your advocacy work that you feel like you are really passionate about and that you, you want people to know about when it comes to mental health? That 
especially with guys, because I feel like the stigma is a lot higher and kind of just being open that um, there's so many people that love and care for you. And every single one of those people would be more than happy to sit down and listen to whatever you're going through, whether you think it's small or huge, they will be more than willing to sit down have a conversation with you a facetime call a phone call um and like anyone to that matter if you can find anyone just being able to find someone that you can count on in order to just vent to Totally. Yeah. Um, the connectivity piece is so real. We, we are coming up on time and I wanted to make sure if there's anything you felt like we hadn't talked about, hadn't touched on that is, you know, would be valuable for the audience to hear. I'd love to talk about it now, if there's anything top of mind. Um, I mean, the one thing is, like, don't be afraid to go out and reach out to people or try to get help. Um, there's always going to be someone that loves and cares for you. Um, just kind of just talk to people about it and be open is the biggest thing that I could tell anyone. Yeah, I love that. Um, I do have some closing questions. So the first closing question is if you could go back to yourself when you were struggling, knowing what you know now, like what what would you say to yourself? Those were definitely times where I'd sit down and just overthink like, the worst is always going to happen. So I'd sit myself down and be like, hey, Arash, it's going to be okay. Just, just take a deep breath and go step by step. So well said. Um, my final closing question and my favorite closing question, what are you most grateful for? Definitely the, out of all the sports, all the clubs is the connections that I've got with a bunch of different people and knowing that those people will like be there for me whenever I need. Just they're always a phone call away, always just a drive away. Just what an awesome, people. yeah, what an awesome answer. I think community is so important and good people and good communities. So important. Um, Rarish, thank you so much for coming on the mental matchup. Um, I can't thank you enough and I'm so grateful for you to have joined us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Another huge thank you to Rarish for coming on the mental matchup and for closing out season six. I am extremely grateful for Rarish for coming on, sharing about his own experiences. And yeah, I can't wait to see what he does, you know, in the next few years. If you are interested in coming on the mental matchup, we are always looking for new guests, new stories, new perspectives. You can head to morgansmessage.org or email submission at morgansmessage.org. If you're interested in finding out more about Morgan's Message, getting involved, or just following along, head to morgansmessage.org or find us on Instagram at morgansmessage. We are taking 
a little hiatus from new episodes until March of 2024. Um, You can always go back through old episodes and if there's anything that you want to hear about in season seven of The Mental Matchup, please reach out. We're always looking to make sure we're sharing what the audience finds valuable. With that, I will see you next season.